0: Merry Christmas, one and all. Welcome again to another edition of Talking Out Loud with uh, with me, George Cressy. Hope you're all doing well on this, um, this festive occasion. Christmas Eve 2018, quite the time. And quite in fitting with the most wonderful time of the year. We've got a pod from Wakefield, Yorkshire. Now this was taken in January this year and is with my great-uncle Rog and Auntie Barbara. So my Uncle Rog born and bred Yorkshireman and my Auntie Barb a sydney cider. So it's an interesting dynamic I must say. It's quite fitting in as much as my uncle is a ordained canon of the church. So we get into pretty deep water when it comes to the church. About midway through the pod, we'll be chatting about how he views Jesus, Christ, and indeed the church. So, really quite big topics we're tackling um, in this one. We'll also hear from Auntie Bob, who is quite the traveller. We'll be hearing about her favourite travelling spots. Also, occasionally, her waxing lyrical about Australia, of course, specifically Sydney. But it's fascinating stuff. It really is. From her first trip at 20 years old back in 1956, on what's changed since then in terms of London, in terms of the generation now, how it is to travel compared to how it was back then. So it's really, really insightful actually. I, I got a hell of a lot out of this conversation, and it is still to date one of my favourites. And finally, there's a lovely little plug at the end for Roger Crossy's very own children's book, the Talking. Giraffe. Now this is all about a giraffe called Umph, and it's this very giraffe's adventure from the plains of Kilimanjaro to Yorkshire and back. A great read. It really is. Written and illustrated by Roger himself. I would absolutely recommend a read. You can get it on Amazon. There will be a link which I'll put in the show notes. It's a real steal. Out there, Kindle edition three pounds twenty-one. Get involved; it's a real heart warmer, I must say. So once again, I really love this conversation. I must say, two very lovely people, and uh, I hope you do too. So it's a bit of a bit of a heavier one, but um, we hit some hit some big topics, and um, it certainly made me think. So do enjoy this as ever. Write in. Let me know. Give me your thoughts. On anything bank would Bear, anything Talking Out Loud. And if you do want to host your own Talking Out Loud episode in the new year, just get in touch. Hit me up, you know where to find me. But for now, I'll leave you on a nice Sunday afternoon in front of a fire with a cup of tea, chatting to two pretty extraordinary people. Play it. So hello, here in Wakefield at the residence of my Uncle Rog and Auntie Barbara. Yeah. Uh, great Uncle Rog and Auntie Barbara. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Um, so yeah, we'll just, so how this works is, I'll put, just turn that screen off. Um, yeah, we just sit back and have a chat like we have done in the past. Right. Like any normal okay. conversation. So what and do you then, want to know? What do you want to ask me? Uh, so I think we'll start. We'll start with just travel anecdotes. Obviously, you guys have traveled
1: pretty extensively in your life well around my furthest is to Australia it's of course easy. Singapore <laughs> much yeah. further Australia's Hong pretty Kong far. <laughs> we've been to yeah yeah, Hong yeah, Kong okay. Singapore uh, I worked for a year in Switzerland um, okay. but other than that we've remained very much in England haven't we yeah. since we were married since we were together yeah, we and... have had trips to Australia uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and loved them and uh, um, it's it's just so educational, it's so enlivening and enriching yeah, to see how another country uh, operates and culture. Operates. Yeah, 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 And how
0: different people are. So what's Australia for yourself? How did you find it? Yeah. Obviously you're from there,
1: Auntie Oh me? So you, oh yeah, you well quite, it's not. Like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you quite it. like it. it.
2: Yeah. It's quite the same country. It's well Bobs
1: was born <laughs> in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, of
3: course.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, okay. I love being introduced to Australia. Yeah. It was good, it was lovely. Yeah, I see. Any favourite spots for yourself? Well, I only really know where Barbara took me, which is Sydney, and we did go to Cairns. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, In the Barrier Reef, Great Barrier Reef. Um, We had a trip right up by car, up the eastern side of Australia from Sydney to a place called Forster. Okay. Uh, which is not too far. When I say too far, it would probably be 200 miles from Brisbane, but it was way up. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then I always remember coming back to Sydney on the return journey, instead of going on the coast road, we decided to go inland on the New England Highway. Okay. okay. And uh, we set off at 8 o'clock in the morning to get to the New England Highway. And at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I said to Bob, we must be well on the way to Sydney now. Yeah. And we hadn't even <laughs> reached the New England Highway, <laughs> which was a, a parallel to Forster. It was actually
2: the gold case down, yes. and oh, and, okay. and okay. we Yes, and
1: okay. we had then to begin to descend yeah. uh, and go... The, the, how yeah, many miles yeah. would it be? About hundred. 600 miles yeah. to Sydney. <laughs> Uh, is it, is it, for that, it's just madness, isn't it, yes, it's so huge. Yeah. And when you looked on the map, it was just half an inch <laughs> yeah, okay, of the map, yeah, yeah, that yeah, bit yeah. that we'd travelled.
0: Yeah, There's well, it's a world map, I and guess. And you realise <laughs> <you laughs> oh, just
1: how far and how big oh, the country is. For sure. And I had visions of seeing kangaroos everywhere. Yeah, you okay. know, if we, uh, New England Highway, it would be remote. And, yeah. and it wasn't at all, we didn't see a single kangaroo. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. But see, then
1: Bob tells me that they usually come out at night. Okay. Well, and we evening. were travelling during the day. Yeah. Uh, I see, I see. They sleep
3: during the day. But it was a lovely
1: yeah. a lovely time and a lovely holiday.
0: Yeah.
1: And the people were so friendly and very warm. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, no. no, Australia's gorgeous. You uh, Yeah, I was only there three months, but I really enjoyed it. Is it is lovely. Mm. Yeah. Enjoyed it in Melbourne. How about yourself, Andy? Any yeah. favourite, every favourite spot? You know?
2: Oh, well, Sydney's home. You know, I mean, it's... Mm. Nice city. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 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 It, uh, yeah.
0: Whereabouts, were, whereabouts were you? In Sydney? In Sydney. Sydney?
2: Yeah. I uh, lived most of my life in the eastern suburbs, the Coogee Ranwick area. Um, and then for the last 16 years, I lived in Strathfield, which is out really? west, but a big uh, railway intersection. And I went there because my mother was living in the mountains and she would come down frequently okay. and it was she could get off at Strathfield and it was more convenient for her and easier okay. if I if easier. I moved. So I went like a, a martyr, a total martyr wow. out to the to the west. But it turned out to be a lovely place to live. Oh really? Okay. Yes, how, yeah.
0: how far out of Sydney is that then? Oh, it's about
2: 12 miles from okay. the centre, or from the quay, in okay, the, yeah, yeah, down yeah, the yeah. harbour, yeah. Yeah. about 12 miles.
0: Okay, but easily to get, easy enough to get into Sydney. from. That. Oh,
2: dead simple, yes, oh. oh, okay. because it was this big intersection, and I'd go down and I'd get the train in, and there might be two stops, you know, because it would go straight through. So okay. I could be in the center of Sydney in 15 minutes. Wow. Mm, so it's- Oh, uh, perfect. So
0: it was the best of both worlds in a best way. of could... yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
2: and for, for visiting friends and family, you're sort of like in, in a hub. And um, I was not very far from anyone then. Yeah,
3: okay. But, okay. Uh, That's
2: cool. but I'm still an Eastern Suburbs lady at oh, heart. Really, oh, okay. yes. yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you could
0: take the girl out of the Eastern Symbols, but you got take yeah. <laughs> That's great, that's great. Because you travelled extensively, though, early on, in, in the early years. Yeah, yeah.
2: Talking yes, about Cape yeah. Town. I, I had, well, that was my first trip abroad. Was it? Yeah, and I had my 20th birthday in the middle of the Indian Ocean oh, wow. on my way over to the UK. And then I did the usual, travelling around. The UK and then youth hosteling around
0: Europe. That's um, what 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 what
2: what year was this roughly? 1956. Not roughly at all. Oh, my it God. Definitely <laughs> was <laughs> It 56. was 1956. yeah. And it was a different world then. Absolutely. Yes. Wow. Yes.
0: That is fascinating. Is it, uh, what it, what were the what are the biggest shifts? Would you say since? the 50s, here in, here in the UK? In, so. in,
2: in the world, well...
0: And the world is great, yeah. Yeah, I,
2: I, I suppose, well yes, well it, even in the UK. Um, the thing that struck me was how incredibly polite English people were.
3: Huh.
2: And, um, and that everything was clean and tidy and nobody littered. Okay. And when I came back and and lived for two years in London, in sixty nine seventy, it was almost as though there'd been a total turnaround.
3: Huh?
2: And it was totally the opposite. Sydney well, and I mean, Australia yeah. people were tidier and friendlier and more polite than they were in London. Okay. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: It seems to be a bit of a continuation of that. Not gonna lie, yes. even now in yes. London, I was down in there. In London
2: is not what it was this, yeah. uh, a, at all. Um, I I would say, yeah, I'd, I'd say the whole of the UK isn't as polite mm-hmm. as it was, and I think that's because there are too many people here.
0: Okay. I mean,
2: I think people get
0: sixty odd million in a country this size. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's few. a bit...
2: Bit ridiculous. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, I mean, there are as many people in the whole of Australia as there are in London. Yeah. You know, so people get it just gets too hard.
0: I can see that. I can see that. No, no, for sure. Mm. Just yeah, that's yeah. It's so true, though. It's so true. Did you
2: find that, darling? That people in Sydney were more laid back? Yeah, oh,
1: very much so. And the more, it's a place for young people. There are so many, are so many <laughs> activities in connected with the sea. And yeah, water. yeah, yeah, very true. It, um, much, yeah. it was just a lovely, lovely place. We
2: old people can pedal. Yeah, no, there's still some,
1: some old surfers out there yeah, doing their yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah, agreed, <laughs> Yes, it's it's a, a young person's uh, nirvana, I would think. They yeah. live out there. have yeah, got a lot of mates out there. Yeah, who, my um, age, I do yeah. And it's a safe environment. Mm. Mm. Um, or I always considered it to be so, whether it's changing or not. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. But at, uh, when I first went, it was very different. It was lovely.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Oh, no, Australia's
0: got some yeah. great
1: points, too, I must say. Must say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Were well, you want something there, anti Bob, in terms of? He said, like, uh, the world has changed mm. drastically, I imagine, in the last 50 years, mm. or just from what I've read. And yeah. But yeah. It, it's, any, any stand-out Well, to me, for, from...
2: for women in particular, it's not as safe as it was. Oh,
0: interesting.
3: Okay. Yeah,
2: to, to me, there was always, from the very first time I travelled, right up and probably until about 15 years or more ago if you were I don't know how, quite how to put this uh, saying a certain type of, of person but someone who wasn't going to be running around or going wild, someone who was just leading a normal average life. Somehow you were safe. That protected you. I see. You the way you dressed, the way you um,
1: worshipped the way you we,
2: behaved. Just yes, just, just your general behaviour and everything. Yeah. Okay. This sort of gave you a cloak that, that protected you. People did not bother you. Mm, okay. But I have seen that change that I think young girls in particular have to be far more careful in what they say and do mm. and dress mm. than I sense. ever had to, or my contemporaries That's had shame. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I find that a great shame. Mm. Mm. That there is actually there might be more equality,
0: yeah,
2: but there's less freedom, I think. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Certainly
2: from my viewpoint, anyway. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Because you now you find that, it's a shame throughout India, there's a lot of that, with uh, where girls are objectified a lot out there mm-hmm. by the men out there, and it's a very cultural thing. And it's changing, mm-hmm. it's taken a hell of a lot longer than it should, in my opinion, to change that. But
2: well, it's been it's going on for a long time it, also. Very
0: true, very true, I give it that. But at the same time, we're all, you know, we are all got the same kind of brains. So we, we like to, everyone says that we have at least, you know, and I also believe that's true. So yeah, with the internet and everything, we should be able to sort of get everyone on a page yeah. soon enough, you know, mm-hmm. to go, actually, that's, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> you should be doing that, you know. Um, but yeah, that's fascinating. That is fascinating, because surely when you look at this, no, maybe not even that. Statistically, it'd be good to actually look at, in the 50s, if there were, was more crime than there is nowadays, mm-hmm. or whether or not it's just hyped up by the media that there's X and Y, but um, I think you're right. I think there's, yeah, there must be.
2: Yeah. Something that, you know. I think there can be more copycat crime now you know yeah. because of the media you know ev- everyone learns about mm. these things where okay. you go online or, or something and where before particularly coming from Sydney sometimes news would be a week old before it really hit yeah. the newspapers mm. and, and the radio and that was that was it. I mean in Sydney well, the whole of Australia. There was no television until
0: 1956.
2: Okay, okay. And that yeah, came yeah, from yeah. the Olympic Games. Wow. Okay. So, so
0: it was wireless radio before that. There
2: was wireless, and, and cinema, yeah.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Wow. Uh, and that's... Yeah, yeah that's, a, a, different world. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a different world. I mean, yes, yeah, so yeah. we, we forget. I forget how old we are.
0: <laughs> that's a good thing. I yeah, think yeah well, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. I don't that.
2: Gives you a bit yeah. of a shock to realise.
0: Yeah, I always have one of these things. Yeah, it's it like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: when I got a cleaner, Roger wanted me to get one for a couple of years. He kept saying, you should, you know, it's too much for you. And I kept saying, that's where I come from. The only people who have cleaners are the old and the infirm. And then one day I looked in the mirror. <laughs> then I got to clean that. <laughs> 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 <You> took <laughs> a really hard. <laughs> <lot>.
0: <laughs> right, give me <him> a call. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Brilliant. So, well, we'll switch. We'll switch topics. That's right, on garage. We switched off. With well, no switch topics, we should, we're going to. All oh, right. Topics. What do you want to know now? Um, so we had a great chat in there earlier, <laughs> three of us, about religion. Yeah. And obviously, so you're a canon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In the Christian Church, yes.
1: um, in the Church of England, Church of England, yeah. apologies, yeah. Um, yes, I was made a canon on the fiftieth anniversary of the NHS because oh. I worked for twenty years in the NHS as a chaplain in the local Wakefield Hospital, and it was out quite out of the blue that the bishop who was giving the address. Just suddenly announced that uh, in a word of thanks for the service I'd given to the health service in Wakefield he wanted to make me a canon and that was a lovely moment it was yeah. a really really surprise and uh, and I've, i I really valued that it was uh, it was a real thank you yeah of course for really. the effort yeah, yeah.
0: Well, 20 years
1: is yeah
0: a long time, time I must say yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what got you into that that
1: line of work? I think probably, um, I was training to be an hotel manager, you know, I'd worked in London okay. at the Dorchester for many an years course. and was, was really um, some uh, stories there. going <laughs> there and, and I, after that I, I decided because I'd always searched for God. Okay. It had been a, a major Uh, drive within me from being a child Uh, I was born just before the outbreak of the Second World War and um, I I, it was a frightening time Mm. and as a little boy I was brought up in a Methodist Sunday School learned all the stories of the Bible and um, I wanted to follow uh, as a child does this Jesus Christ man and I, 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 that was my purpose in life
3: Amazing.
1: And, and that never left me and wherever i went to work i always found a local church and my mother when i went to work in london was concerned for me because she said you must find a nice church dear because you'll find nice people there
3: okay see, yeah, whether yeah. i would or it not that
1: just... was a different thing and because I think she was afraid of what else I might find in London. With you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I and imagine. you do find all kinds of uh, sure. things. And yeah, I, yeah. I made a lot of good friends at St. Martin's Church in Trafalgar Square. Oh, wow. And that was lovely. And part of the journey um, of, of, of going to church and working at the Dorchester, I was seeing two sides of life. Mm-hmm. One was the rich, side where there were very, very many people staying in the hotel who were film stars, extremely well healed, very, very wealthy, and the hotel played on the the desires and the needs wow. of the wealthy. Wow. And I was in reception there, I was working there okay. and loving every minute of it, thinking I would one day be an hotel manager. Wow. But on the other side, through St Martin's I joined a group of people who were going out visiting the lonely old people in places like Pimlico in London mm. and I went to visit, we should have gone in pairs but the lad I was going with was poorly so I went on my own and went to Pimlico to this old man called Mr Shafto, and he was uh, my age now, is 70, he was 80, nearly 80 and he was crippled with arthritis okay. and I called, knocked on the door and, uh, and when he eventually arrived at the door I was just about to leave thinking there was nobody there and he was so pleased to see me because he hadn't seen anybody for a very long time and he said, please go to the top of the house and I will be, I'll come up to you as soon as I can mm. so up I went, two, feet, two stairs at a time uh, and it was a five story house And when I got from the top into his little room, it just stank. It was awful. And I discovered that he had on his leg, um, a wound from the first world war apparently, that had gone gangrenous. Although it had healed, it had opened up again. And it was festering and he was in a bad shape. And I visited him over a period of six months in total and I managed to get, eventually, through St Martin's, a doctor to go and see him, uh, health visitors to go and see him, and eventually he went into hospital. And when he was in hospital, he uh, was so pleased that I would go and see him and I visited him. And one day, one week, I couldn't make it, I used to go and promise him that I'd go every Thursday uh, but that's all I could give him but I would not let him down and one Thursday I had to let him down for some reason and I rang the hospital and the sister answered and said Mr. Cressy, We've been trying to get you. I'm terribly sorry, but Mr. Shafto died in the right. night, but he left a message for you and the message was Will you tell Roger that had it not been for his visits? I wouldn't have wanted to get better Amazing And I think that was the turning point, that moment in time when I really wondered what life was all about. Mm. And I then began to think very seriously about where my future lay and my time at the Dorchester finished, my training there, and I came back because I wanted time to think about it. Mm. I came back to teach at my old college in Leeds, the Cajun College, and I was there for seven years all that time thinking about the possibility of ordination and I was ordained uh, in 1975
3: yeah.
1: uh, I did two curacies and then I think I was drawn to hospitals partly because of what Mr Shaftel had gone through and partly because a lot of my relatives on my mother's side had been doctors and nurses and so I it so happened it seemed all to fit in The chaplain there was leaving and he asked me if I might be interested in his job and I said yes I was but I didn't think I'd had enough experience and anyway I went for the interview and I asked the archdeacon at the time if I could go for this interview. I said you know I don't think I'll get the job but it would be interesting to have the experience. Yeah of of course. So he went and I I sold myself and, did and an I interview. got the job yeah. and right. I got the job and I never looked back and it was just a wonderful wonderful experience um I did two years training in theology at Chichester okay theological okay. college and uh, how does that work then if you don't want to say I don't know anything how about how does what work the,
0: the theology teachings so you have to go well you go
1: amount. first and foremost to see the bishop okay. if you think you have a calling mm-hmm. and I felt very much so that I was Uh, Because of my relationship at the time with God, I thought maybe this is what I ought to be doing. So I went to say to the bishop, look, do you think it's possible that I could have a calling? Mm -hmm. And can I have it tested? So he sent me on a conference for a week to be tested. I was questioned in in every aspect of my life, my work. Uh, so for honesty my sexuality going... everything wow, was okay. was explored yeah, yeah. okay and uh, and they would be deciding whether I would be able to go forward for ordination uh-huh. and in within a couple of weeks the bishop received a letter which he sent to me to say that you have been recommended to go forward for training okay so I had to give up my job mm-hmm. uh, this was when I was still uh, teaching of course yeah I see. I gave up my job and uh, and went to two colleges. The first was at Lincoln, where it was not very, uh, I wasn't warmly welcomed, I thought. Uh, it was a cold day, wet day, there was nobody there to greet me. Um, I thought this is a place that I'm not really too interested in coming to, frankly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I'm so the it. following weekend I went to Chichester for an interview there. And it was a lovely, warm, sunny day. Uh, I knew nothing about churchmanship. I didn't realise that Lincoln was more Protestant than Catholic, more Methodist and Anglican together, and Church of England and Chichester was the opposite. It was very much Mm -hmm. Anglo-Catholic. Not that I wanted that, Mm -hmm. but I felt the warmth there. and was greeted on the lawn by the deputy principal who with open arms said you must be Roger come on we're waiting for you. Excellent. Yeah, perfect. So I went in there and yeah. I felt at home. Oh, it was very hard, graft, graft. I felt as if I had moved into a monastery because I was praying every two or three hours. Wow. Okay. Uh, it was a complete and utter change from living a playboy life yeah, okay. uh, to going to theological college yeah, yeah. and halfway through I thought I'd made a big mistake and I would leave but my friends said stay on see it through and which I did yeah and I' never looked back it was the greatest greatest thing I've ever done and it was the biggest and most satisfying Excellent. career I could have ever wanted really yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so uh, there yeah, we yeah. are yeah, so yeah. that brought me up to my 20th year in Pinterfields where two years later I retired
0: yeah.
1: in 2000. And I've been retired for 17 years, 18 years now. Excellent. You're still very active? Still yeah, very active I have now. been up to now, I'm yeah, just beginning to let go. That's, uh, that's absolutely two. fine, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's understandable. I've earned it, I think. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, but it's been a wonderful, wonderful career. Ah, oh, amazing. Uh, amazing. And I also, I, I've always said, you know, if God is not a God of love, what is the point of worshipping him? What is the point of worshiping anything other than that which brings you the highest degree of enlightenment Beautiful. and satisfaction, which is love? Yeah. And oh, nice. and that's what that's been my my opinion, and that's why I want to share with people the fact that I do believe that God is love, mm. and uh, and to uh, embrace that. And journey along that road, mm-hmm. seeking out the love of God is the greatest thing that anybody can do. That's beautiful, that's beautiful. Um, so, so, basically, that's my philosophy, really. It's a great philosophy.
0: Um, I mean, you can tell it's. Uh, so, we were talking earlier about the thinking it through aspect,
1: mm.
0: certainly of uh, religion, and, and let's, let's take Christianity. Mm. Um, and, and how how to interpret the Bible and the scriptures and, yeah. and and the best way to do that in order to to satisfy yourself and logically think things through yeah. as well.
3: Yeah.
1: So I've read avidly too. Mm. I've I've read. Um, what, I don't think any anybody can. that would
2: be for me. Hmm? Be Doctor Schipper.
1: Sure? Oh, Go Mr. Rabbit, it? Is it no. a portable? No,
2: no.
0: <laughs> Good job. No, you're right. Uh, But yeah, no. Uh, So
1: the you're saying you're reading, you're reading. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think you can ever really, really give a book to somebody and expect them to take on board.
3: Hello.
1: And find what you found in it. Agreed. I think a person has to search through a bookshop and spend hours looking through until you find one that you think this is just right for me. Nice, nice. And I've always done that. And I have never been without some form of religious book, which has been part of my general reading and searching. Okay. And uh, and I, I, I just love doing that. Oh, yeah. Um. Are any any recommendations? You're you reading books at the moment? You're reading. Yes, I'm reading some wonderful books. I mean, this this one here, the one I've I've suggested to you. This one here. Is, is um, Arise, My Love by William Johnston. He's a wonderful man, a wonderful writer on mysticism. He's also written a book called Being in Love. And he suggests that we need to actually know God in the same way that we know a person whom we are in love with. You have to actually work at it and see that God is worth loving and love God as much as you would love a wife or a husband or anybody mm. who you want to spend the rest of your life with. And okay. once you do that, then you are, your heart is awakened oh. wow. spiritually. Mm. You can read endless number of books and they can be awakened mentally. Mm-hmm. But spiritually, I think, when you love God, you are opened in a different sort of way. Let me just read this to you. It's only a very short. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is a lovely piece from Uh, um, from a book called um, uh, a book called "Things Hidden, Scripture, Spirituality" by Richard Raw. Okay. And there's a lovely, lovely ending to the book, and he says, uh, from the words of Simeon, uh, from the 10th century. Uh, He said, we awaken in Christ's body as Christ awakens our bodies. There I look down and my poor hand is Christ. He enters my foot and is infinitely me. I move my hand and wonderfully my hand becomes Christ, becomes all of him. I move my foot and at once he appears in a flash of lightning. Do my words seem blasphemous to you? If they do, then open your heart to him and let yourself receive the one who is who is opening to you so deeply. For if we genuinely love him, we wake up in Christ, inside Christ's body where all our body are all over. Every most hidden part of it is realized in joy as him. And he makes us utterly real and everything that is hurt Everything that seemed to us dark, harsh, shameful, maimed, ugly, irreparably irreparably damaged, is in him transformed. And in him recognised as whole, as lovely, and radiant in his light. We awaken as the beloved in every last part of our body. And then there's the question, just test yourselves. Do you acknowledge the Je- that Jesus, the Christ, is really in you? If not, you have failed the test.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: And it's just—it just sums up really a life of sh- sharing and searching. Yeah, I see. It is—it is glorious to me. Those words. Yeah. And it, I, 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 it is a. I just want to share with everybody. That's
0: beautiful. And it, yeah, it's it, the, the only thing with that, it's coming from the, say from where I'm from now, and yes, mentally sure. it's sort of maybe almost atheistic yes. mindset. Yes. So Oops. Like to to break that down, I'd love it. I think it, yeah. it, it's a beautiful sentiment. Yes. The issue I, I take with is the the Christ part, in terms of right. this, this person, Jesus Christ, should be in me, which you'll, like if it was God or it was, it was Obama, Buddha saying, or something else. Exactly. It, 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 so every every religion seems to
1: have different
0: variants. That's right. Well, it, just, yeah.
1: just Just, just that. reword that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just reword can, that. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Absolutely. And we see. That's beautiful. Christ as God. So yeah. that's why it's mentioned Christ. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I see. I see.
1: Um, but it's. Uh, that's oh, gorgeous. It's, no, it's, not, it's it's a beautiful yeah. Um,
0: beautiful part
1: It's it's. What I consider yeah, yeah, yeah. a worthwhile search.
0: Amazing, amazing.
1: Whatever God you follow, mm. whatever yeah, yeah. God you follow, and if you follow that God, providing that God preaches love mm-hmm. and compassion, mm. then it's, it doesn't matter who you preach, who you follow.
3: Yeah, 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 If absolutely.
1: that's what you want. That's For me, I thing. couldn't follow anybody but yeah, Christ. Absolutely fine. But yeah. there are many, many people who follow their own yeah, path. yeah, yeah. I think it is I'm just,
0: yeah, it's understanding, isn't it? And I think, well, as, as we said earlier, yeah. each religion seems to be preaching the
1: same fundamental basics. That's right. Basics mm-hmm. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that, one of the things that, sort of um, William thought or William, um, his name? I've forgotten. Johnson. Johnson, William Johnson says that most religions have at their core mm. the love of humanity. Mm. And that's what you're into. Mm. Yeah, as a as a follower of God,
0: absolutely. Nice. yeah. I think there's definitely yeah. It's yeah. It's encouraging for me to have this conversation. I think <laughs> in terms of that, you know, it's uh, yeah. It's great it's, to, it's
2: to, nice to sit down to, with, to share, yeah, absolutely. And to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you and I see the Christ differently. Mm. Um, I see Jesus as the man, and the Christ is the spirit. Okay. You know the the. Oh wow. And okay. and and we talk around it and come usually back to the same con- con- conclusions.
0: You yeah, know, I see. yeah. That's a lovely way to say it. Actually, that's a lot. I think actually that might be an easier way for me to 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 come to terms with that concept. You know, yeah. Because um, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Because the Christ part, yeah, is is so. What's the word? It's so good, almost like it is, it, it, You can't read, you can't touch that. You know, it's like, well, I kind of want to be Christ, but bloody hell, that's difficult. You know, because <laughs> I've got these kind of thoughts and these kind of feelings constantly, and that's for some reason not where I should be. But yeah, for and again, in my head, it seems like, please jump in here, and garage. If I'm no, taking it, but like the um, so the way I see Christianity, and obviously I was brought up a Christian. My yeah. mom and Dad. Yeah. Went to church until I was eighteen. I took away great things from it, the morals and everything like that, and Sunday school, and come away really happy I did it, but since then I've not been back to church really, certainly for the last few years, no. because you know, it's a small, like we spoke about earlier, it's quite a small church, very old school in the way it preaches and practices Christianity, and you get bored, and you, yeah. there's other things that take your attention away, and you, mm. you, I'm on my own now, and I'm quite happy with the morals I've got, and I think I'm on a good path which is lovely yeah. I think that again that's probably the main thing the church gives you is yeah. set you on the right path and look we're here if you need you kind of yeah. thing it's not like you yeah. um, but the bible and things like that seem to me and to yourself like we spoke about earlier really um, Jesus I'm sure was, was real was so sort of, I'm sure was a person I feel like he's been a little bit blown up with the 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 um, water into wine and things like that and you go, okay, well that's a metaphor potentially for something that he did that was really powerful right. or enlightening, great and uh, and it seems to me like there was that gap between Jesus being alive and then the church really taking off mm-hmm. and becoming like, like you said like a business, like this business taking off, this business side of Christianity, boom, and then then everything gets a little murky like we spoke about before, when the, the analogy you made was fascinating where the, the the chap you were speaking to and oh, what was it he said?
2: I um, said that we are the church.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's could you explain that? It's a little, a little more I forget, I forget the...
2: the... The whole whole thing, well, he was talking about the importance of getting people into the church, which yeah. I see as the, organo- I think he was talking about the organisation, that mm. was my concept. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And uh, well, because seats, you yes. need the funds, we need the... The, the people to, you know, carry it for and so and on. And, and I said, but we are the church. I mean, the the, yeah. the congregation is the church, not not the building, not the money, not the... Um, you could do this on a, on a field.
0: You could do this in a field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, yeah you could, a, a except
2: church. we're a bit damp over here. <laughs> yeah, <it? laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. But, Maybe uh, not in Wakefield. <laughs> uh, and, and I see the need for the organisation because... Although there's a lot about it, I don't agree. You've got to accept it carried the gospel forward. Mm. It has, and it's given us and it's that. It's the only way
1: the gospel can be carried forward. And
2: it forward, is yeah. to have some kind of organisation. Mm. Um, mm. But that is not the church.
0: Yeah, I say this about a lot of things, but maybe it's true. Like the internet and the coming about of this, being able to share information. I've got, I've got people. You know, in Nepal, or live on the street, I can get them on Facebook still. You know, now and again yeah. I can get in touch with them and go, what's going on? And this amazing ability now to connect with everyone and go, actually, mm. he's got a lot more than me, that's weird. Well, is he better than me? No, he's not. Okay, well, he's different, sure he is, but he's not better. And this guy's got a lot less than me. Is he better or am I better than him? No, I'm not at all. So, That's right. So this ability to everyone come a together. It's stage.
1: Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different
0: A different stage. And everyone's a people. everyone's a of teacher. Of your spirituality. So yeah, absolutely. But so
1: long as you know, I think, so long as you know and you know that God, whatever God is, mm. call him God, call it it, yeah, yeah. whatever.
3: Yeah.
1: Whatever God is, he is love.
3: Mm.
1: and in the Christian church you have this major commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul with all your strength mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and that is the key that Amen. is the key and, mm. and, and we don't do that we don't love God and with all your power pa- and your neighbour as yourself no. No, no, no. and we don't do that and and if people can start and do that I think love because it says in the Bible that love is of God where God is there is love Mm -hmm. where love is there too is God we are all of that belief within the church should be yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fascinating that
0: is fascinating it's only when you say those words now I think, because it just feels like maybe it's, it's not taught the right way. No. It, it's not, like, it's taught great, I'm sure, if I, if I was born 500 years ago. I'd be like, okay. But can you imagine?
1: But can you imagine? Got, if, like, yeah. if, That's the beautiful one. if there was a new level of consciousness in the world, mm. where people genuinely were won over to the idea that love is all that matters, mm. what a different world we would live in.
0: Yeah,
1: a, what, the utopia almost, absolutely That's what we're talking about there really. And, and, and wasn't this the message that Jesus was bringing? Mm. Yeah. That, that, that all these God prophets. is love? Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: And, and, and to try to develop in this present day and age a new consciousness in society, mm. in the world. Pretty gorgeous. Of this idea, this concept of love rather than hate. Mm. Or fear, or fear, mm. and and it, it, to me it doesn't just doesn't yeah, yeah. hold up to any disagreement. Yeah, agreed, yeah, yeah. I think you know, we're, it we're, seems on same, we're on the same page here, Roger. Yeah, absolutely. Not to, yeah. That's and therefore, I could not not do what I'm doing. Amazing.
0: Just um, spread that word to as many people as you can, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing. That's perfect. That's great. I think we could talk about religion for the next three hours. I oh, think, yeah. and,
1: not, and, not, and not be, uh, and an not, absolutely...
0: and
3: not be,
1: I think it is something to do with the the. I, I think if it doesn't happen, the church will die,
0: yeah.
1: as we've known it. Yeah, in name, in in the name that we've given it. Uh, uh, it yes, is. the church people will stop going to church. Mm-hmm. It will have to change. It won't. It won't be erased completely because mm-hmm. the church will return to being what Bob says we are the church Mm, mm. the people Mm. the ordinary people everywhere Mm. are the church Mm. or is the church yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they will ultimately find this way of doing it but I think they would certainly need guidance to do that yeah and it won't be from the head it will be from the heart right it will be where love rests I think yeah yeah trust Um, and 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 it'll have to come
0: yeah, I think it, 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 I honestly think it's possible. I think all you, yeah, I th- again, I think the internet is a game changer in terms of that, in well, terms of being able to get messages out there yes. and mm-hmm. broadcast, yeah. anyone can. Like, I mean, what I'm doing here, I haven't put anything on the internet yet, but what if, if and when I put this up, well, I hope I'd like to, I'll send yeah. you guys later, but in, in, let's say it's a couple of months. Mm. Now, for eternity, people have the opportunity to listen into this conversation right here and go, oh, that's what the three of them thought yeah. about utopia or whatever. And you go, oh, that's, that's a nice idea. Well, they yeah. can go, oh, actually, yeah, I disagree with that. If they disagree with it, here's what you do. You write into me and you, I get you on the podcast is, and yeah. we talk about this. And I go, yes. and you see oh, the other
2: side of the yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. And I go, oh, you make a good point there. Maybe it is all about fear, even though it definitely won't be. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It'll be like, okay. Mm. And you, we just talk. We talk all this through. Yeah, all together we've got robots and algorithms that we can do a load of things to logically give us stats and say, yeah. actually, everyone's happier if we all just get along. It turns yeah. out, mm-hmm. here's here's a number on it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So I was fascinated. There's obviously so many religions out, uh, religions out in India and things like this. Oh yeah, it's and so intricate little yeah. real little differences. Niche, the
1: niche yeah. nichey religions. There's yeah. ones that, and I got I want. I yeah, want well, to forsake all those little niches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very, want to just love. Uh, absolutely. I just want to yeah, love yeah, and yeah. help people yeah. to learn how to love. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. No,
0: yeah. I'm with you. I'll, I'll join that one <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I mean, some of them are actually built to die out. Mm. Some of them you have to be born in mm. your bloodline yeah. in this certain religion. Yeah. That's the only chance you get to do it. So like, you can never. You can never, never choose do it. No, yeah, never no. choose to even be one. You go, what the? Wow. I mean, no. it's, it's going to die out or it's going to maintain itself or get filtered down mm. and diluted. But I, I, it's quite quirky and I don't yeah. mind that as so long as it's not preaching bad things. I don't mind a quirky no. a quirky little religion. So no. the, the fundamental belief yeah. is the same. Again, I mean, the Quran. Got great messages in there. Loads of them. Mm. I'm yeah. sure.
1: And then you get the fundamentalists who are yes. just.
3: Yeah. A it's the like same God with fundamentalists
1: evil. in every religion. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they screw it up always. They do. They do. Yeah. And do you know? I they think it is because everything. they treat their religious scripts literally. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. You know? Yeah. And and you can't do that. No. I think the Bible is one big metaphor. Beautiful. I think I think it is. The language. I think we were talking this morning, Barbara, about Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to determine who were the sons. Did Adam and Eve have children together, and who were they? Mm-hmm. And but if you don't treat Adam as a man, but you treat it as mm. a metaphor for mankind, yeah, 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 and womankind, yeah, okay. If you are worshiping God, oh, nice. If you are worshiping God, I don't think it matters that, a, a, that a, the Adam and you can worship the Adam in God. I mean, I don't. I think God loves man and woman equally,
3: yeah.
1: and I think man and woman should love Jesus equally. Mm. Just because, but but men, macho men, wouldn't dream of worshiping a man Jesus. In the same way, you couldn't say that yeah. he loves a man. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, yeah, your point. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a delicate issue. Yeah. But I don't think, in terms of of God's power, of God's design, of God's need, of God's uh, gift, we should worry about that. I think He is for mankind, and that includes men and women.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, and I think. If, if only more people could recognize that too, it would help.
3: Amazing.
2: And yeah. if they stop limiting love, I mean, what you just that's said right. means yeah. that they've yeah. limited but their concept, concept of love is strictly yeah. physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just one aspect. Very true,
0: yeah, putting limits on it. Put limits yeah, on Put rules because on your own. And very of often yeah, <laughs> you yes, don't know how yes. much you got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah.
1: And very often very love is construed as sex. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
3: yeah
1: in today's yeah. world. Yeah. Um and it it it, ha- it can have nothing at all to do with sex or it can have everything to do with sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you're in the right relationship. Of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and if you love somebody then I think that is the right relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, this is a thing. I mean, yeah, I love, I love Jack as much as I do right. and my mum.
1: You know, as, right. as, as you do yeah. with everyone. You know, and, and yeah. your family. Yeah. You know, and, you and your, your family friends.
2: and things. And your yeah, friends you that, that you want to go
1: work with, and, yeah. and but in some certain quarters, you don't mention that. You don't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's I, funny do, that. I do. I, do love, I love Bob the that I work with, hmm. yeah. but to say that would be construed yeah, yeah. <laughs> as something Absolutely. immoral.
0: Yeah, this is a thing because I, again, I think there's people don't explain. What they're thinking—they're they're too afraid in a lot yeah. of ways to explain. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I love you, man. Oh, that's a bit weird. No, not in that way, Jesus. I know. You know that's why I said, "He like, okay, well, that's fine then. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I kind of love you too, I guess." <laughs> oh, that's thanks, right. Man. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy enough to say it and and it, talk it through. But yeah. it's just having the self-confidence is another big
1: one, isn't it? Yeah. Just be it, self-confident. Just yeah. speak your mind. Yeah, and, and you, be sure and of alive. yourself. That's, that's right. right. Be sure of of where your position is in the world, yeah. and uh, yeah. it takes time. It's
0: the
2: same. It with, does take time. Yeah. It's like what we were talking
0: time. about earlier, though, with the travelling. You know, and yeah. obviously, I think hopefully, well, I'm sure we all agree what we did earlier about just that really helps. I think. Yeah. Um, that really helps. Obviously, oh, it
2: does. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure it does. Yeah. It's it's the moving it's been measuring what you've known up against something different mm. you know mm. it's the the, the family and, the, and all you've been taught and then suddenly you test it
0: that's a great way of looking at yeah, it like, um, yeah.
2: against something else yeah and, and it's not that you deliberately go out to test family values but you just have to because that's yeah. where that's you're at that's what we're all about that's yeah, what,
3: yeah. <laughs> we've got to keep pushing ourselves yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. and, and Invariably, you find out the family values are your values. Yes, you agree with it, but first you have to make it yours. You have to test it against something else. Yeah,
0: blind faith isn't the best way to go, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to experience is yeah. king, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. I,
1: re- I remember once in my very first curacy in Pontefract, I was going to church. It was truly a... a, a I think it had to be this, but I, I don't, I don't know. I was going for my very first service as a new curate, having just been accepted into Pontefract Church, and it was a Sunday morning, and I was walking from my flat in Pontefract across a piece of waste ground to the church, and a man was coming towards me, and I had my cassock on. So I was in black, hmm. really, my dark collar, carrying my surplus over my sh- arm. Hmm. And this man came up to me and pushed his face into mine almost and said, you fucking black bastard. Wow. And, and it shook me to the core. I'd yeah. never, ever experienced anything like <sighs> it. And he walked off. Whoa. Whoa. And I thought it, it was a contrast... Of what I was about, yeah. and where he was, yeah, yeah, and and what had caused him mm. in his life to come out with a statement like that, yeah, yeah, and where how, how far had he got wow. to go to change?
0: Absolutely, mm. oof! Oh, that's interesting. Because mm. you you fundamentally knew deep down you're like, wow, this is a big
1: old character. It just it just it shocked me. Wow. It just shocked me, and I oh, went into church you? almost shaking, because yeah, yeah. I'd never experienced anything like it before.
0: That's interesting. So
1: uh, Not
0: quite the same extent, but I remember in Colombia, and it's just a, this is a stupid drunken tale of me just walking around, eating chicken alone in a, in a city, Medellin, eating some chicken on my own, a little bit drunk, about three am in the morning. Decided to sit in a park hot bench on my own like an idiot. I don't know how you dare do In the thing. dark. Well, I was stupid. I was drunk. <laughs> and I had I my chicken. So, I like, okay, I'll do that. Sat down. And of course, lo and behold, some kids surround me. And they're like, okay, give me some chicken. And I was like, oh, Jesus, no. I was like, of course. I
1: like the way happen. you say oh,
0: Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, good, yeah. it's been happening to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I go, oh, no, you know, uh, I've got to do, I got I said, look, no, I'm not going to give you chicken. I thought, i would give him an inch, he'll take a mile, kind of thing. Mm. No, no chicken, I'll try and be the big man here. So I stand up, start walking away, and I'm walking, walking, walking. I felt, uh, get halfway to the taxi rank, felt a knife point on my back. Yeah, uh, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done, it remains that way, and sorry, Mum, because you brought up to hear this, but, um, yeah, and I remember, drunkenly, instant, lived in the moment, kind of jobby, and to turn around and pushed him, it instantly boom, pushed him back, and I said, you yeah, know, F off, no, just really authoritatively, just boom, looked him in the eyes, F off, and then turned around and strode away, he didn't run, <laughs> just strode away, you yeah, did? Yeah, I did, yeah, looked around, and the guy was just stood there, like, shocked, yeah, face aghast. And I remember, but that that instant where I felt that thing, and I did that, and like you, the whole body shook, and I knew, wow, because yeah. there's a difference in where we're at. I mean, there's a middle class yeah. farm boy from England sort of walking around South America, every everything's beautiful, and there's a you know a desperate guy who's Jesus I've got a knife out for some chicken, you know, it's yeah. like wow, and th- that was a big shift, and I still felt that. Obviously, I dealt with it. In a stupid way, but I'd have given him the chicken. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'd have given them the chicken. If I was sober, I'd have given yeah. me the chicken, by the way, my friend. So, yeah, next time, just ask me for some. Um, but yeah, no, stupid, but that feeling, yeah, hopefully I can. It's kind of similar, I guess. Mm. But that, like, oof, and your hands sweating, and you're you know, yeah. that was oof, powerful, you know. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> that was an intense day out for oh, sure. My
2: big, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that's, this is great. Should we do the uh? We do the book? Should uh? Yeah. Let's do some. Let's do some plugging. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome.
1: I'll give you a copy. Oh, I've got a copy. Oh, of have Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So
0: can we? We'll just explain about. So you're an author as well, Well, uh, uh, yes. I, my, <laughs> I loved
1: it. My 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 nephew, my my uh, great nephew, Tom. Tom O'Brien. Yes, when he was seven, uh, Anne Louise and Chris, my niece and her husband asked Barbara and I if we wouldn't mind, if we could possibly go and babysit. They were going out and they wanted somebody just for one night to sit yes. with Tom.
3: Okay.
1: So we went over and Tom said, Will you tell me a story, Uncle Rog? Now I had always remembered that my dad, when he came home from the forces mm-hmm. in the war, used to tell us stories about a camel called Milcarna. Okay. And he would sit there and he would Make up these stories as he went along, and we were sitting there absolutely glued to the stories of Milkana. Mm-hmm. And it was that in mind that I began to tell Tom, making it up as I went along, the story of a little giraffe. Oh wow.
3: A little make giraffe. A, a little no giraffe
1: way. called Umph. Mm. And he was called Oomph because if you can imagine a giraffe's big floppy lips, <laughs> he goes oomph. You see, and he was tickled by
2: this So his,
1: we called him Oomph And Umph was his name And I said Oomph Had just been born On the um, uh, Plains of Kilimanjaro In Africa And he was just beginning to feel His independence He was able to stand and walk around His mum's legs and in between And he was loving Every moment of it When suddenly, during the night, he was kidnapped. Mm. He was stolen and his mum didn't realise he'd been stolen. And he was taken away and he was transported by two wicked men in a van across the plains of Kilimanjaro. And he was taken to England Mm. where he was put in a zoo. And the zookeeper's name was Mr. Thomas O'Brien. Oh wow! That's a and it, to... it was in a place called Chippleton, oh. in Yorkshire. Okay. And it was a wonderful zoo, but he was taken there, and the story continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be it. That he was so much loved by the children of the zookeeper at the time uh-huh. that they were astonished. That by loving, the more love they gave to this little creature, the more he able. It seemed that he was able to communicate with them, oh. not in any way in words or yeah, okay. sounds, but things happened to them, mm. almost coincidental, that they made them realize that they were receiving a message from the animal kingdom, mm. and they had to do what they were what they were perceiving was they were being told. Okay. and they, they quickly learned after loving this little creature for some time that Umph was trying to tell them to help him to get back to Africa because he was such a very special creature in the animal kingdom that they needed him okay. and so the children devised a way simply if they were stuck in some knowing what to do they would go together to sit with Umph in his little shed Okay. And surround him, and think quietly that prayer. Yeah. But they would think, and suddenly they would come up with the idea. Yeah. And one day there was an old gentleman who lived quite near, and I can't remember his name now. But an old gentleman called Mr. Or- or- Mr. Wormold, okay. Mr. Oldworm, I called him. Okay. The children nicknamed him Mr. Oldworm. Uh-huh. And Mr. Oldworm said to them one day, "Children, do you want to? Do you want an old?" balloon basket that I've got it's in my shed and I don't want it anymore would you like to have it no, so he gave them this balloon basket mm. and they suddenly realised this is what they had to do so they planned Umph's escape mm. and they would take him themselves by air in a basket back to Kilimanjaro in Africa mm. and they set about having all kinds of different techniques, and they had a set, and they had a fair, and they raised money from people, they got people to buy balloons, hot air balloons, and they found a man who worked with hot air balloons, little ones, so they bought hundreds upon hundreds and attached them to the basket, and they set off on this journey, great journey, with little um sitting in the basket Uh and setting off, and they went to Africa, back to Africa and and that was basically that's great the story uh, they got him back yeah okay, okay. And, and the the adventures on the way and the preparations of the basket yeah. and they 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 ran into a, into a, 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 a storms and crises and nearly fell into the sea and the birds and all the animals Excellent. on the journey helped them to continue the journey yeah. and get back and then there was a little letter waiting them when they got back and they were astounded to realize because one of the birds a very special bird had been sending messages to other birds' flocks throughout oh, the world oh, that, that Oomph was returning to Africa oh, wow. because Umph was the king of the jungle animals just as the lion was the king, Oomph was the wise counselor oh, excellent. and they couldn't live without him
3: oh, that's and they, he had to
1: get back yeah. to to give advice to the World to the animal world and other oh, kingdom. Oh, excellent! And so that's how they got him back. And Mister, Mister, were uh, Mister um, O'Brien uh. had sent a letter to the people of Kilimanjaro. Uh. And on the way, on the way they had had when the balloon burst, yeah. they let it float to the ground, and they had other balloons that they could blow up and fasten on. Uh. And so they did that. They pumped helium gas into the balloons. Okay, kept it yeah, going. Smart. But all these little flirtation, these little flirting, um, f- not flirting, filtering <laughs> little balloons that died, yeah, and yeah. Empty. they had a label attached to them. So all the children of Africa were picking them up and making pen friends oh. with the children in England. Look at this, it's all connected. This all all connected. And it? It was all connected. Said, yeah. and Mr. Wormo, Mr. Um, Mr. O'Brien sent a letter to the people of Kilimanjaro. Yeah. saying what a wonderful experience it had been having yeah. oomph
0: in here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and this is published?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, only privately.
0: Yeah, I see, I see. I see. So,
1: okay. I can't, they can't sell it yeah. unless it comes, unless it's requested. Okay. It can only be sold and publicised if people will send reviews in.
0: Oh, right, okay. okay. And okay. I don't okay. know yeah. whether people have. I see. And you're
1: going to the internet now and get it. Oh, you can, you can, yeah. you can get this widely. Yeah. Oh, excellent! Yeah. But you've got a copy. I've got a, copy, a right. signed copy as well. So read it. Read it see what you can do. It would be. I've listening. read it already. I've read it already. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's.
0: I'm saving that one for my kids. If anyone enough, out there yeah. fancies a copy, look at that. I mean, that is probably the best salesman yeah. job you could have done there. Yeah. Uh, so we'll put this on the internet, yeah. and we'll we'll get a we'll get this Good yeah, nepotism. It, yeah. Works. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. That's great. Well, thanks, Grant. No, we could leave it there. I I think. We'll it. Con- yeah, okay con- yeah. We'll continue yes. to chat. That's lovely. But, we'll um, another cup of tea, I will have another cup of tea if that's we'll all right. That'd be great. Uh, a cup of tea, Grant. Bankwood Bear
3: Productions.
0: Cheap and chill.